Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Be Here for a While. My guest today is uh, a dear friend. How long have we been friends? Too long. Too, okay. That's not off to a good start. Um, he, Yeah, we've been friends for Almost pretty much... 10 years. Yeah, pretty much like since the first year I lived in L.A. Uh, and I too. Yeah. Um, he has uh, been my like uh, adult babysitter the last couple days. I've been making him like drive me around and stuff. Uh and we've just had a really great time reconnecting. Thank you for doing this, Matthew. I bathe her. I give her her nap. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I'm so exhausted. I really wish someone would do that for me. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> you fall asleep in the car seat. Uh, do you know that Kim Kardashian, when she is um, on airplanes sleeping, someone will be doing her nails and makeup so she like gets off the flight like looking flawless? God bless. Wouldn't that be nice? Yes. Uh, what would you want someone to do for you while you were sleeping? braid your hair probably <laughs> we're joking matthew has short hair but it's been a running joke with my mom and uh him for forever that i have long luxurious locks when actually i pretty much have the closest thing to a buzz cut yeah exactly and you're always tucking it behind your ear a la jack on will and grace i do a little tuck sometimes i put it in an updo <laughs> what occasion calls for an updo uh nerves nerves oh yeah. okay nerves is nerves is the tuck uh-huh and if it's really something big, then, then I mean, if I'm stressed and I'm, it's like hot outside, I try and get the hair off my neck. So it's just a little <laughs> right up. It's ridiculous. Yep. I can't. I, I, once this podcast comes out, I'll be posting a photo of Matthew you can, so you can see how ridiculous this is. His, you, yeah, you basically have a buzz cut. Um, so an interesting thing happened on Saturday when we went to brunch at Chaconi's. Would you like to lead into this story? Who did you think was at the table near us? We were sitting at a table, and I leaned in to Rachel, and I said, I think Patrick Duffy is at the table right behind you. And normally, I would have been very on board for you know any, anything that you had to say, but I, I started to panic in my stomach a little bit because I realized that I have been making a mistake for almost 10 years on who Patrick Duffy is. And it's kind of a poignant mistake. Um, oh, it's big. Yeah. So we're sitting there and, and I'm like, I act like I don't care that he said it, that you said it. I was like, I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Because I started to just like, my stomach started to hurt because my, the wheels were turning in my head. Like, Oh God. Oh God. And not because you thought that I was going to say hello to them, which is a very good possibility. Yeah, you, Oh my God. I'm We've talked about it. Yes, I'm constantly walking on eggshells about that, and we'll get to that later. Um, uh, so I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't really care. And you were like, no, is it? Like, look. And I like look over there, and I'm like, who's Patrick Duffy again? And it's the TV dad from what show? Step by Step. Okay. And I said, I said. Um, also in Dallas. He was oh, also. Yeah. Oh, my God. I thought that was the, same, the other person. Jesus. And so I'm like. What show was Alan Thicke on? And I know, uh, you know, God rest his soul. Like, we're not, I'm not making fun of him. I know that he's passed away now. I was like, what show was Alan Thicke on? And I said, Growing Pains. And I went, oh my God. I thought they were the same person for the <laughs> longest time. Additionally, when I first moved to LA, as many people do when they need money and they're like struggling actors, I, I was a guest on a game show called um shoot what is it called bingo america and 
Oh, I remember Bingo America. For the yeah, on the Game Show Network. No, the oh, great the I great thing is hopefully it. no one watched it. No one did. That's why I, I was like, if I do this, it's on the Game Show Network. No one's gonna fucking watch the show, so it won't be embarrassing for me. I'm gonna. I won. I left with my fifteen hundred dollars and a free trip to Hawaii, which I never used because at the time I was I was dating uh, Jax, and I was like, oh, like I'll use this trip. Like we'll. Hawaii just seems like a romantic vacation to go on. Well, that trip expired after a year, and it expired like right around like when we broke up, like whenever I decided to the trip music. expired and so did your relationship. Yeah, so I never actually used the trip, but I did get my fifteen hundred dollars because I won. I'm not trying to brag. Won a game show called Bingo America on GSN. And who was the host of that show, Rachel? So for the last ten years, when I tell people that story, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Alan Thick was the host of it. I even told it right after Alan Thicke died. You know when people tell, like, you know when someone dies oh, and yes. people, like, ha- always have something to relate it to, like, they knew they knew them, right. you know? And I did that obnoxious thing people do. And I was like, I was like, oh, I met him before. That's right. Yeah. I was like, so he sad. was at I the was bank like, in front of me and he was so generous. He let me go ahead of him. Yeah. He, he handed me a deposit slip. Meanwhile, the actual story was like, he was a dick, but after the person right. dies, you're like, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Alan Thicke was a very nice guy. I'm just saying. I told people story, like exaggerate those kinds of stories. I told a story on air, and I meant to say uh, "R.I.P. Paul Walker," mm-hmm. and what came out of my mouth was "R.I.P. Bradley Cooper," and <laughs> Bradley Cooper, who's very much alive. Yeah, and I, I a little mortifying. Yeah. that he's still living. Yeah. So, um, so for the last ten years. I've been telling people that I did a game show and Alan Thicke was the host of it. It wasn't until Saturday at Chaconis <laughs> when Matthew brought up Patrick Duffy and I panicked and was like, oh my God, I think it was actually Patrick Duffy because I have not heard right. that name besides when I did the game show and they look the same to me. I mean, I pulled up a side-by-side for you. Right. They might as well be the, the same twins. person. Right. They might as well be. Right. Like, it's not that crazy no. that I got it confused. Um and so I just I made sure to IMDb Patrick Duffy. Lo and behold, uh, on his resume was the host of a Bingo America. I told Rachel and it she should have gone. It wasn't up. Alan Thick. I told Rachel she should have gone up to the table and said, "Patrick, do you remember me? I was on your game show." By that point, I was just sick to my stomach, just because I was so embarrassed that I've been saying that for ten years. And we're also not sure that it was indeed Patrick at the restaurant. It was after not all. because, and it didn't really look like him. Uh, I was like, no, it doesn't really look like him. I was like, unless he's just like not aging well or something. And he got up to walk to the bathroom and he was like maybe 5'8", this guy. And we decided to Google his height and Patrick Duffy is indeed like 6'2". So good for him. He's tall. Yes. Um, I wonder what, how tall Alan Thicke was, his twin. We'll have to Google that later. <laughs> they do look almost exactly alike. Do you think your game show would have had more viewers had the host been Alan Thicke? I feel like he's more well-known because his son's famous, too. I don't know that Patrick Duffy has any, like, singer-songwriter sons. I don't either. Um, I'm just trying to think. I feel like Patrick's following was so huge, though, because of Dallas. Yeah, so huge I didn't remember his name. No, he has had a huge career. I'm just really bad with names, especially when people, like, sort of look alike. When we were... When Matthew, there was, Matthew and I spent the summer of 09 at the Abbey. Um, when I say like we were there every single day, the Abbey's this, the, like, probably one of, the, one of the most famous gay bars right. in the world. And I don't know where, why I thought it would be a good idea to hang out in a gay bar every single summer in my early 20s. Like I thought I was going to meet someone there. Or whatever. Anyways. Um, but at, during that time, there were, there were 
two guys that Matthew had a crush on, they actually didn't really look that much alike. But maybe because I'm just an asshole, they were the same person to right. me. I, but they still are because we talked about them recently and yeah. you needed me to clarify, clarify which I, one was which. Honestly, if you showed me a photo right now of each of them, I wouldn't be able to tell you which name went to which person. I sent you the photo of one and you thought it was the other. What does that <laughs> say about me? That I just don't care? Or, or that my type is identical twins well no one's type was alan thick and patrick duffy so i don't know what the problem is there they just look alike right i also thought i saw i have this problem i i think i see people when it's not actually them or really anything close to them i mm-hmm. thought i saw steve martin at a diner on robertson <laughs> okay so now i know not to trust you with these because because that guy really didn't look like patrick duffy as much as i got patrick duffy and alan thick confused yeah. Right away, I was like, that guy's not Patrick right. Duffy. I convinced the person that I was dining with that it was Steve Martin. He was like, I don't know. I thought Steve Martin's hair was whiter. And I said, I think, that, and I'm pretty sure. No, that's him. And then I obviously took a photo and I sent it to my mom. And she was like, not Steve Martin. <laughs> <laughs> when, I was in, when I was in Mexico with Stassi, uh, like most mornings, like she would sleep later than me. So I would go down to the breakfast buffet by myself just because I hate myself. And a breakfast buffet is just a depressing place to be alone. Yes. And... I'm sitting at the breakfast buffet and I look up and I knew in my gut it wasn't Steven Spielberg, <laughs> but it looked just close enough to him. And I was like, Steven Spielberg's like right at the table too. by himself. Same thing. Like, and I, and I knew, I knew it wasn't him. And I Googled where Steven Spielberg was in the world right now. Like I saw like if he tweeted something right. and he happened to be like in Italy and I was still was not convinced. I was like, mm, but he could have flown from Italy. To my, that was a day right. ago. It said on Twitter he was in Italy. He could be in Mexico now. And he could be researching He's for like the new Jurassic Park man, or something because right? it looks very Jurassic Park-ish there. Um, and then I, then I Googled a current picture of him. The guy looked nothing like him. Right. Yeah. I thought I saw Steven in New York City and a friend of mine said, Matthew, he does not drive a Honda CRV. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, I had just, I had created such a vision in my head and I was like, well, maybe this is going to be my big break. Maybe Steven's going to see me. Right. Working on my computer. Right. I was maybe I was maybe writing some comedy jokes or writing a script or something. I was working on my computer when I saw him and I thought I'd worked it up in my head that I was like, maybe this is gonna be my big break. Maybe yeah. he's gonna walk by, yeah. see that I'm, you know eating a breakfast burrito and be like, She needs to be in my next movie. Yeah, that's- <laughs> girl, that, that girl can really take down a chorizo and egg burrito. <laughs> With extra mole. Yeah, seriously. Uh, I think that shows that at least we're we're positive and imaginative. Yeah. Like we're fo- we're forward thinking. Yeah, he was looking for real types. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is that is always. I know, and it's I know it should be depressing, but that is always a little bit depressing when you get an audition. Yes. And it in it it says like from your agent sends you an audition and in it it says um, not looking for model types, looking for more real <laughs> types. Right. Not that I've ever thought no. I was a model, but it's always sort of like a shot, like a little bit of a wake-up call where I'm like, oh, 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 wait. oh I guess I'm auditioning for dad. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Sometimes, sometimes people think I'm 26, mm-hmm. 28. I'm, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. I'm not hung up on my age. I'm 35 for those of you who are listening. But I always take it as a compliment when people think I'm a little bit younger. Yeah. And then I started receiving breakdowns and auditions for dad. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I guess I could, I mean, I guess I could be a dad. I've got fr- friends who are dads. Yeah. But... Not of twelve-year-olds. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just yeah, it's always a little shocking. Yeah, I remember when I first moved to LA, and I would I I was maybe only like twenty-two at this point, and I got my first audition at that point for Young Mom, and I was horrified. 
Wow. Yeah. Well, maybe like a young mom, like maybe I had a kid when I was like 16. I don't know. It's just always very jarring. I went to high school with a girl who got pregnant when we were in high school. I'm still affected by it. Wh- why? Because she was walking around the freshman hallways in in May and June. With Is that f- why you became gay? Right. Because you were like, you know what? <laughs> yeah. This is what happens when you're straight. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was uh, birth control for me. Yeah, that yeah. was a turning point? Yeah. Wait, so did she take the kid to school? So she, I think she had the baby toward the end of our freshman year. She walked around our entire freshman year. She got pregnant right when we started high school. one of my cousins actually got pregnant in high school, now that I think about it. I'm from a small town. That's what happens. Yeah. She may have been, she was, she was like top three or four prettiest girls in high school, mm-hmm. I think, or definitely my grade at least, mm-hmm. and... It was shocking. Her transformation, not not in terms of like the from the beginning to the end of her pregnancy, mm-hmm. but but from being like a fourteen year old girl to being a mother, really took its toll on That's her. That's gotta be so hard. Yeah, it was scary. I was. What's like, she up to now? Oh, I have no idea. I'm sure she's fine. At least at least the people that have kids young, then they get to be like young grandparents hip, and hip stuff. Parents, and, yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to find yeah. the upside to it. This is. My grandmother and she's... Someone wanted to impregnate them. <laughs> 28 years old. <laughs> um, that's, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't get pregnant in my freshman year of high school. I'm glad you didn't either because we would never be- become friends, I don't yeah, think. I didn't realize until the next year that I couldn't get pregnant <laughs> in bio class. I can't believe how many shenanigans have happened. Because Okay, so Matthew and I didn't see each other for a while because you were out of town doing work and we were, we're just busy. Um, but we've spent a lot of time together in the last couple of days. It's been fun. And I can't believe how many um, I- embarrassing things have already happened or strange things. Right. Uh, including Matthew going on a first date with me. And not our first date. Yeah, no, it wasn't me and Matthew's. Uh, Matthew and I? Nope. No, you, was, I think you me and a, Matthew's first. It wasn't right. me and Matthew's first date. It was the first. So there was someone I matched with on an app. And so I don't know how else to meet people. Um, and there's no other way to meet people. That's why, because I don't do anything other than go to comedy clubs, work and travel. But when I am home and not traveling, I can rely on HelloFresh to make my life a little less stressful. It's just so convenient for someone who's busy and on the go and doesn't really have the time to go to the grocery store and, and cook an elaborate meal and deal with the food waste when you leave town again and you don't eat all the vegetables. HelloFresh is so convenient and perfect for a busy girl on the go. HelloFresh is the meal kit delivery service that makes cooking more fun so you can focus on the whole experience, not just the final plate. Each week, HelloFresh creates new delicious recipes with step-by-step instructions designed to take around 30 minutes for everyone from novices to seasoned home cooks short on time. It's also great for families too. I know I said that it's good for uh, you know a girl on the go, but it's amazing for families. It's just good for anyone who's busy. We're all busy. HelloFresh sources the freshest ingredients measured to the exact quantities needed so there's no food waste. They employ two full-time registered dietitians on staff who review each recipe to ensure it's nutritionally balanced, delivered right to your doorstep in a recyclable insulated box for free. And now it's less than $10 a meal. And I have a special offer for my listeners. So for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com and enter promo code BEHERE30. That's HelloFresh.com. Promo code BEHERE30. 
I had the greatest summer. I got to travel. I went to Mexico and laid in the sun and had a blast and paddleboarded and just really did summer right. But unfortunately, summer doesn't last forever. But you can stretch that feeling of sun and fun just a little bit longer with Kopari Beauty's line of products made from 100% organic coconut oil. I am obsessed with this stuff. I use it every single day, every single one of their products. Kapari makes multitasking skincare and body care products that are free from sulfates, silicones, GMOs, or parabens. Their lightweight sheer oil works great as a face moisturizer and makeup primer. Again, use it every day. I love it. Their coconut balm with aloe is intensely soothing, perfect for skin that may have gotten a little too much sun this summer. And I did. (laughs) And I use it. It helped me to not peel, which was really great. For head-to-toe hydration with a beach smell that won't quit, nothing beats Kopari's organic coconut melt. It's the ultimate multitasker. That's how I shave my legs. I used to shave my legs. Uh, And their coconut body glow lets you keep that summer shimmer going well into the fall. And now that my tan is fading, this is going to be perfect to use. Seriously, with Kapari, you'll get vacation flashbacks for the rest of the year. And I have an offer for my listeners. Say aloha to your best skin and hair of your life with Kopari. Go to koparibeauty.com slash be here to get 20% off your order. It's so worth it. That's Kopari, K-O-P-A-R-I beauty.com slash be here for 20% off. Koparibeauty.com slash be here. Guys, you will not regret this. Yeah, just swipe right. Yeah. Swipe right for love. So, yeah, I don't meet anyone out because I don't like... Like tonight, I'm going to be out, but it will be at a comedy club because I'm performing tonight. I, I don't like go to like lounges where I could meet people. Are you tunnel vision when you're at a comedy club? Like if you're there to perform, or are you like, do you ever see a guy and you're like, oh, or are you two in your head about the set you're about to? Perform? I'm guessing I'm tunnel vision, or it's just I'd like I'm just so focused on it because it's what I love to do. So I think it's just more like I yeah tunnel vision. Like I think I just don't I don't care. I'm I don't know. always looking. And I don't I never want to date a, a comic, really. I don't know. Because yeah, then I, it'd be that. awkward to like, it's like dating someone in the workplace. That's right. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't have tunnel vision. You're always... Always looking. You're, the, the love of your life is around every corner. And I'm every like, Rachel, person... I think that's the one. <laughs> How many times have you heard that? Oh, I think... No, I really... Yeah. I think he's the one. I'm constantly walking on eggshells that Matthew is about ready to embarrass me. He came to my audition with me today. And I stood up... <sighs> And I, I, I took a step away from Rachel, and she said, "Wait, where are you going?" I said, "I just." I, I and need I just to started to panic. I'm like, "What are you doing? What are you doing? Where do you?" I need to look at the sign-in sheet, and she was like, "Oh my god!" Because he saw a gentleman there that he thought was uh, like a famous actor, and he wanted to confirm it. It's okay. Let me just set the stage for an audition room. It's quiet. People are waiting. They're really in their head about auditioning they're hoping they get the part they're not really like joking and conversing it's just a quiet it's like almost being like a hospital waiting room it's like really awkward and you're always nervous you don't want to do the wrong thing you don't want to be too loud to piss off the casting director you or the other actors or the other actors like you, you just don't do things that are not the, in the rules there's a rules and a way of there's an etiquette to being you don't a bring your friend in that was just a weird choice of mine but and B, that friend doesn't normally go and look through. <laughs> I made myself at home. <laughs> yeah, you really made yourself at home. Doesn't go and look through the list to find a name of someone that signed in. I essentially confirm- was like, it's him. <laughs> and then he walks back over to me and says, yeah, it's him. I was like, 
I don't care. <laughs> and down. shut up. You are embarrassing me. On top of that, he also twice mentioned that he, because you work in casting. Right. Mentioned that he wanted to go into the casting room. No, no, just I just hi. wanted to go over to her because she was she was at the sign and sheet outside the room. I just want to pop in because I know the girl. So you wanted to go and and make casual conversation when she's working, and I'm walking on eggshells, just hoping I get the job. <laughs> I did not say hello to her. But it was too. too there were two times. Yeah. The first time I was like, please don't do that. I was like, I know her. And you were like, look, oh, right over here. Oh, look, a bird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because oh, I'm I'm the most easily distracted human being. Yeah. And I, I was just like, praying, like, don't let him say anything. And then you decided to try again on the way out. You were like, should I go yeah, say I'll hi to right I'm back. like, no. I'm like, get out. Follow me now. I'm like, Matthew, that's two. That's right. two. You get I three had and so then many, you're in trouble. I had so many warnings. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I want to retell the story about Mr. Big, but we told it the first time you did my podcast. Right. And I don't know if... That was like so long ago, though, that someone would really have had to gone back and binge listen. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to retell it. Okay. So Matthew and I are hiking at Runyon Canyon sometime in uh, mid-2000s when I actually still worked out. And um, we're walking and... Into the canyon. Into like the canyon. At the, at the start of the canyon. Mm-hmm. And this tall, handsome gentleman starts walking towards us and Matthew didn't say anything, but I could feel that I could just feel Matthew's energy of like, Oh my God, he's going to say something to him. And then I noticed that it's Mr. Big. Matthew must've noticed it first. Mr. Big from sex in the city. I can't tell you the level of panic that I went through where I was like, because you knew I was like, Matthew's going to say something to him. It's going to be weird. He's going to embarrass me. There might be a restraining order on both of us after this, even though I didn't do anything wrong. Right. Guilt by association. Mm-hmm. Then Mr. Big can sense Matthew's energy. Matthew still hasn't said anything. I think I was in mid-sentence and stopped talking. That <laughs> might have been what it was. Yes. <laughs> I was talking to Rachel. I, I, Telling we could have been talking about anything. Yeah. And I just, I noticed him and I stopped talking. That's probably what it is. <laughs> And and he sensed it. He was far enough away, though, that he didn't probably even know that you stopped talking in mid-sentence. I think he just sensed. I think he smelled fear. He was terrified. Yeah. And he, him and I lock eyes. And he's looking at me like, handle your friend. Handle your friend. And I'm like, yeah, dude. Yeah, he was I'm, like, get I'm it like, together, Red. I'm like, dude. <laughs> I'm like, and this is all just, we said all this with our eyes. I'm like, there's really not much I can do for you right now. I was like, Godspeed, buddy. Right. Godspeed. This and story then, hasn't changed one bit since back then because it's, it's how it happened. It's 100% accurate. Yeah. And Matthew. Oh, God. <laughs> unleashes himself like a wild animal. <laughs> oh. And, and says to him, <coughs> you can say what you said. <coughs> I love you. Then Mr. Big passes, doesn't say anything. Matthew then turns, shrieks, I love you. And um, I don't think that Mr. Big's ever been back to Runyon Canyon. No. I think he has PTSD. No, I still have scuff marks on my shins and on my elbows from when Rachel <laughs> threw me down the canyon. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. 
I it's a, that happens on a daily basis when I'm with you. Where I'm just like I I know when you're gonna say something. Yeah. I know when there's someone that you think is handsome or yeah. And I I do the thing a lot because I I work in production. I work in casting. I've worked in reality. I faces are and I watch I watch mm-hmm. a decent amount. You of have TV. an incredible memory. I do, and I'm like mm, I I. I know you from somewhere and I do that like but I do the crazy thing where I never think it's from work or from TV I think it's like high school or college yeah and I'm like I'm like did we go to high school together and they're like no I was on 7th heaven you might might recognize and I'm like "Mm, no I I, yeah I would have known you must not have had a big part right I was a Beverly Hills 90210 fan I don't I don't think that was it (laughs) that actually happened to me recently where I didn't realize I so I'm in a cafe where you would never expect to see like an A-list celebrity. It yep. was like this really random place that I've only been to once. And I'm like sitting there and I look over and it was like, and I didn't, I wasn't staring for that long, but it was like, he looked back at me just at the moment that I was like realizing who it was. So I just looked like I was staring like a psychopath right. and it was Toby Maguire. I terrified him so much that he got up and moved to a different table outside. Right. But I wasn't actually staring at him. I just looked over. I was just like, Looking around the room, I looked over, and it was just my. I held the gaze long enough because it it just occurred to me like, right. oh, that's Toby McGuire. and where he was like, oh, there's a fan. Yeah, and and he, <laughs> he basically left the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Was, I wasn't even staring. It just it it just clicked after a second. Like, oh, that's oh, him. Okay, hey. cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you were great in Superman. Yeah. So I don't think Spider-Man? I can go back to that cafe. Spider Man. <laughs> Who was Superman? That handsome uh, Henry. Dude? Yeah. I call him Henry. Henry with last name starts with a C. Henry Cavill. Something like Henry that. Henry Gorgeous. <laughs> we don't need to know his real last name. It's no. Henry Gorgeous. We'll share a last name soon enough. He'll be Henry Payne. Oh, I feel like I was in the... Oh, the embarrassing shenanigans that have been happening. What else happened? Well, that you went on a first, you went on a first date with me. It wasn't that you and I were on a first date. Yeah, I was explaining. I matched with someone. And um, I was like... Matthew and I were already hanging out, and I was like, mm, I know that I kind of told this guy that maybe I'd hang out, like, this weekend, and then, but I never really got back to him. Should I just, like, tell him we're going out and he can meet up with us? And you were like, yeah, that's fine. I'm like, is that weird? That, But in the moment, it didn't seem weird. Like, it just seemed like, well, whatever, we're hanging out, and he wants to see you, so and, I, and you, I mean, you asked him, and he was like, cool. Until it seemed... Um, it all seemed fine until so I gave him like a list of places like suggested places that we could all meet up and he ended up on that list choosing Rainbow Room and there was like no casual spot at the bar to sit there was only like a really romantic table like in the back in the back like a booth it's dark in there it's it was it was romantic right and Matthew and I got there before him and we wa- we the hostess sat us and we walked up to the table and I'm like, how do we even do this? Do you sit across from me? Do you sit next, next to me? Oh my God. Like if we were sitting next to each other, it would look like a job interview for the poor guy. Oh my, totally. I, I felt sick. Yeah. I felt sick and it wasn't even the person I was dating. Yeah. I immediately started chugging a margarita. I was like, uh, this was a really strange choice on my part to do any of this right now. Right. And he was seamless with with the taking a seat next to you and he handled it really well yeah he did I, I and we're annoying and he did not find us as annoying as we are I think he loved us he did yeah and not just because he said he loved us did he say he loved us he did Ugh. yeah he was like I love you guys that's nice yeah he was great uh, and 
now Matthew's pro- you're probably going to be obsessed with him. Now you're attached. Right. I told I told Rachel this morning I said I can't stop thinking about him. I was like I haven't thought of him once. <laughs> <laughs> he was so nice no, though. I'm just joking. I, hopefully he's not listening to this. No, he was great. But it was but you're now you're now invested. I really liked him. I like I kind I yes, you were like, I why felt is like why is he not holding my hand? <laughs> Right. Why? Right. Why aren't the three of us holding hands? And right. I, I, I really liked him. I haven't stopped thinking about him. <laughs> I'm like wondering when the the second date will be. Are you going to feel really like jealous and left out if, if we do have a second date and you're not invited on it? Well, would you not invite me on it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd have to think about it. That's how codependent we were in 2009. That happened multiple times yeah. where... There would be someone that I would like, and I was with you. you I was with, with you. Yeah. yeah, you were. That was uh Well, no, I guess later is when I dated Robbie, but. Um, but I was always with but you. Yeah, too also. But yeah, my Robbie I think was I just the used also a few times in that sentence. <laughs> you would go like on vacations with us and stuff. Yeah, I went to Kentucky a couple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, where else? I, there was more. There were more. We went to Indiana. Um, we went to New York for my birthday. That's right. Yeah, and yeah. it's just me, Boston. You and- Oh my God, how many times did we all travel together? That's Too many. hilarious. Yeah. I didn't care for either of you, but I was like, well, I think <laughs> else to do. Trip. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, we were so codependent. That is true. Uh, the date was great, though. I'm glad you had a good time. I had, uh, did you have a good time? No, I did. He was nice. Yeah. It all runs together at right. this point. I haven't been on such a good first date ever. Oh, <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> What what other one? The story that I was telling you earlier today about the the blind date. Oh my god! Can you tell that story? Sure. <sighs> so dating so hard. Dating. See, I lived in New York City before moving to Los Angeles, and I used to say to friends, "I can't imagine dating getting any more difficult than in New York." I hated it, mm-hmm. and then I moved to LA, and it was. What's rude the awakening. ratio there? You know how like it's like there's more guys than girls. What is it with the like in the gay community? Is there like a you know, that's why they say it's hard for women in New York because there's, sorry, there's more girls than guys. That's what it is. So they, they say it's hard for women because it's like there's one oh. guy to every three girls. I don't know, though, because with all, with with that many people, mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, that's true. Good point. I don't know. I just, I, I think the numbers aren't the problem. Yeah. I don't know. And then I moved to New York, or I moved from New York to L.A. and, and. I think it's harder out here than it ever was in New York. Really? Yeah, I think people are generally more shallow here in mm-hmm. Los Angeles than they were in New York. And we, there's no, like, you can't really run into people as easily in L.A. Because in New York, people are walking and there, there's more human contact. In L.A., you're in your car or right. your Uber, unless you're going to you date your Uber You bump into driver, some people, like, though, here, and you're like, oh, my God, how are you here? Yes, that's true. Yeah. I actively avoid, um, even people I like. Even if I like them, if yes. I see someone in a grocery store, I'm like, like I'm not in the mood to make small talk. Yep. I will like go and hide. Yeah, I'll leave the store. No, actually, I've, yep. <laughs> well, I think you were with me when my I phone almost rang. left the restaurant we were at today because I was like, I don't want to have to make small talk with that person I knew that worked there, and I didn't know they worked there until I walked in. I was like, oh, and I like her a lot. She's yeah. wonderful. No, I but like, we were. Yeah, I, I get it. You don't. You're doing your own thing. You don't need to, or don't want to necessarily take yourself out of whatever you're doing yeah. just to. Yeah. Be like, hey, oh, great, oh, my God, how's the cat? Yeah, and it's like, what do you what do you even say? Anyways, so you moved to L.A. I just, I moved to L.A., and I just found it to be, because the thing, the thing is, is that in New York, they'll at least give you a chance. 
Like mm-hmm. you, the guys will, will go on a date with you or they'll ask you out and like, that's no problem. And then they kind of just drop you yeah. here. It's like trying to get a date is, is so much harder. Okay. Like, I feel like it's like, no, you're not my type. Like not even willing to give you a shot. Yeah. You're just like not their type period. End of sentence. Oh, it's so harsh. Yeah. Um, but, but it used to happen in New York where it was like, you would go on a date or you'd go on a couple dates and then the communication just stops. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is common for people in LA, like straight people, mm-hmm. but for gay people, I, I don't know. Yeah. It, there's a lot. So you go on a blind date. You have to explain. Well, so I, I had gone on, I had gone on a date in LA. I had gone on like four dates mm-hmm. with the same person, which is a lot for me because mm-hmm. normally it's that like is a lot of dates. Well, yeah, because normally it's like two max. Mm-hmm. If you even get the second date. Yeah, I think it, it's like one or two, but beyond two, it's like, oh, this could be heading somewhere, Yeah, sort of. I don't know if that's just a perception. Right. We seem to be enjoying each other's company, yeah. and they were like they were like longish dates, Yeah, uh, not just like brunch and done. Mm-hmm. It was like spending time together and getting to know each other and enjoyable. Yeah. And... Uh, Seems like it's progressing. Right. So it was like four dates, which is still not a ton, I don't think, if you're like... Whatever, but in LA for me, that's a lot. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Valentine's Day, uh, I actually, oh, my phone's in the other room. Valentine's Day uh, is approaching, and I, I texted because we'd been texting, mm-hmm. and I said, What are your plans for Valentine's Day? And the text message I got back in response was, I feel like we're heading in the friendship direction. Hmm. Um, it's a little abrupt. And I said, Well, then we should actually. Um, try and be friends then or we should actually be friends then yeah Um, because I enjoyed him and like it was nice getting to know him and yeah wh- that I, was a great I think, way for you to handle it I think uh, I'd have been like you don't like me I don't understand bye right <laughs> so he was like you, you think we should actually what and I said I think we should actually you know pursue a friendship then mm-hmm. because why would you end it like you don't need to end caring about someone or wanting to get to know someone just because maybe you're not romantically inclined. Yeah. Um, and so, oddly enough, we have not pursued a friendship. Uh, the text messages have, you know, I think there might have been like one or two follow-up yeah. messages ever. Uh, like, hey, just thought about you, want to say hello. Mm-hmm. But there's, uh, you know, if we see each other, we're cordial. Yeah. But uh, is he my friend? No. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so... Uh, I didn't have a Valentine, so that's cool. Um, and a while later, I don't know, uh, it was probably maybe a, maybe a month later, uh, mm-hmm. I was supposed to go on a lunch date, and we had both parked our cars in, in a garage probably a quarter of a mile away from the restaurant, mm-hmm. and um, I forgot something in my car. So I said, I'll meet you here. Give me two minutes. And I ran back up to my car. I, th- I think I went to grab my phone. Which this was is it. By the in. way, this is a different guy. Different guy. Different, different guy. Different that guy. He's going guy on after, after we decided, after guy one and I decided to be friends, yeah. uh, I was asked to lunch by another person. Yes. Um, we parked at the same parking garage on the day of our lunch. I mm-hmm. ran up to my car because I forgot something. I said, I'll meet you back here in just a minute. I grabbed my phone, I came back down, and th- my date was nowhere to be found. So I texted him, and I said, hey, where are you? And he said, uh, walking to the restaurant. And I was like, oh, 
That's so weird. Me? <laughs> okay, uh, I'll see you in a few minutes then. Uh, do, and then I said, do you want to stop and wait? I'll be right there. And he was like, no, almost at the restaurant. See you soon. And You're I was like, like, did you sprint? <laughs> right, I'll see you there. I was, I, I told Rachel earlier, I was like a roller coaster of emotions. I, it just seemed so strange to me. Yeah, it's Is very that not con- the strangest thing you've ever heard? confusing. Yeah. Well, it, ma- it makes sense l- now, knowing the rest of the story. Uh, but I, I, and I agree. To me, it makes a little more sense, but I think it's still awkward. It's just weird. So I said, okay, I'll see you soon. And then as I'm, as I'm approaching the restaurant, my phone goes off again. And it's, it's my date saying, oh, by the way, my friend is joining us. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay. And as I'm like, like reading, just keeps like worse. as I'm Which is looking exactly away from my phone. Which is exactly what I just did to someone, by the way. You what? <laughs> No, because the I didn't surprise that guy with like, oh, my friend's joining us. No, it was like I let him know. Yeah. He knew when, what he was walking into. Yeah. Right. So as I, I'm looking at my phone, at, getting the message saying that his friend is joining us, I, I look away from my phone at the restaurant and it's the guy that I'm going on a date with and the guy, the guy, his friend was the guy that you I went on, four dates with. went on four dates with. And didn't want to be your Valentine. And did not want to be my Valentine. What did you do? I, my, my emotion spiked really high. Yeah. I, it was like an, oh my God. Like I, in, I, I might have, I, I, I feel like I did that. Like I, I think I, and then it was like, oh, hey, you guys know each <laughs> oh other. Oh my God. Why? Yay, well, small world. It was, it was like, oh, you guys know each other. And then the one that I was going on a date with was like, you guys know each other. Do you think they ended up together? No, they didn't. They were just friends. They're just friends. Um, and did you ever go out with uh, the, Guy too ever again? No, but I wasn't interested. But I think I think that he wasn't interested also. Mm-hmm. And oddly enough, you know when you're not interested in someone and they make it seem like you're interested in them. Yeah, that's really irritating. Yeah, I was like, no, no, but I'm not interested in you either. Yeah, it's incredibly irritating. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really. I'm not feeling it. I was like, oh well, I'm not either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. S- someone recently. And they didn't even actually say to me, I'm not interested. All they said was, I want to take things slow. I did not handle it well. I was so offended. I was like, what gave you the the indication? And this is a second date. For someone to say to me, I want to take things slow. I was like, what gave you the indication that I want to date you? Or that I wanted to move Quickly. Yeah, like yeah. I probably could have handled it better. Yeah. But I I was in such shock. I was so like taken aback now that i'm retelling this story because i've i have since like gotten a little bit embarrassed like thinking about it like oh well maybe i should have handled it differently like maybe i should have like been more cool about it but saying it back now i'm like that is kind of an insulting thing to say to someone get over yourself yeah i was like uh, and i actually said that i was like what gave you the indication i wanted to date you or go right or move things quickly like And I, I couldn't, I couldn't recover. The date didn't recover. No, it and like, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, and you know when you're like, and we have not spoken since. <laughs> I, I hope I didn't act like too much of a psycho, but I was just genuinely offended. You know when you can feel it in your stomach and and it's written all over your face, like you're like boiling a little bit. Yeah, and the other date, like the dater, can feel it. Yeah, I mean, would would there have been a better way for me to handle that? No. Because what was I supposed to be like, oh, yeah, totally. Like, oh, whatever no. you... Yeah, let's yeah, go like, at your pace. Yeah, whatever you... I was like, what? I was just, Yeah. I was in shock. No, I totally... Uh, unless you... Are you just trying to make me feel better? You No. Okay, good. Um, because people are difficult to date. Yeah. I always get the... I always get the... Uh, oh, yeah, my girlfriend. 
blah blah blah. Granted, they're <laughs> they're they're <laughs> heterosexual. They're heterosexual men. Oh, because I'm like, hey, how are you? And they're like, this is my girlfriend. <laughs> Well, to be fair, yeah. you may have given them uh, right. the, the yeah. Mr. Big vibe that right. you gave out. Where right. They're just terrified. I just lay it all on the table. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what do you have to lose at right. this point? Honestly. Right. What do you have to lose? And Brian, the friend that I was talking about earlier, is always like, you don't need to lay it all out there. Like, you don't need to tell someone that they're attractive or that, you know, pay them a compliment. And I, I used to think, why not? And I still part of me thinks that way. Like, why can't I tell so-and-so that they're attractive or they have nice eyes or they have great hair or like something that's mm-hmm. true? Um, and his, his point is you, you don't have to because I guess it takes the play a little bit of away. hard to get. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I, but I, playing hard to get yeah. is to me playing a game. Yeah. Like, why can't I just be me and tell you something? I, I I agree with both points. Yeah, and, and I, I do just too. Don't, I just don't know. Right. Anyways, well, that's those are just awkward stories. Um, so I'm, you know, my plan is just to keep on trucking, keep on moving, keep and keep on keeping on, on. Keep on. I just keep traveling. That's that's the plan. It's uh, Stassi's and my. Why do I have such bad grammar? Stassi's and my plan. Because now she's newly single, so uh, it's just going to be another romantical vacation. We're going to be in Dallas next week. That's for work. Love Dallas. Um, but then after that, uh, we just randomly decided to go to Charleston, um, uh, like mid-October, to visit our Southern Charm friends. And then after that, we're going to fly straight from Charleston to London um, to just go explore London together. But why and not? Another room, <laughs> I guess. No, it's fun. It's totally fun. It, it it's 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 just now becoming like a running joke. I mean, we were in Mexico at, at basically like a like a couples resort. I mean, that was not planned. That was because you know you were essentially in the broke. honeymoon suite. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We had our own private pool that was like meant for couples to just go cuddle in this tiny little private pool thing on our deck. And, and as it turns out, it didn't really get used. <laughs> See, I feel like I would have been in it the whole time. Um, I never got in it. She did. But I didn't. I thought it was weird if we were in it together. It'd be like, this just really puts it over the edge. Right. This is, this is just going to kill me. Well, myself. I mean, you weren't like topless making out. No, I know. But just well. more. <laughs> no, but it was really small. It's like, there's no point to this pool uh, unless you're like making out with someone. Yeah. I mean, it was, the, the sole purpose of it is, yeah, is to be I mean, a couple it in like, it. It was like five feet by five feet. Yeah. There's no, what's the point? And it's not even like deep. You're not swimming, swimming. It's like. You know, yeah, it's a couple situation. Anyways, so there's that. What else do I want to talk about? Um, I went to the Tom Petty concert. Do you know who that is? What does he sing? Um, free falling. Oh yeah, they played that. That was in Jerry Maguire. That was one of the songs that when he turned the station. Oh okay. Yeah, oh, that was good. Yeah, thank you. All right. Uh, he, it was one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Wow. Yeah, I've and I've seen a lot of concerts. He was incredible. Right. Um. I got really embarrassed the next day about my Instagram stories. Do you ever wake... Well, you yes. don't do them a lot, but, but oh. when I was... Re- do, you, do you ever get embarrassed by your Instagram stories? No, I get embarrassed by other people's. Oh, oh, great. That makes me feel better. Um, <laughs> I don't need to see the entire concert on, on but, anyone. Not, not yours, but when people post like all of Burning Man or all of their concert, yeah, I'm I, like, I, I don't care. I, I wake up embarrassed after concerts because I'm so excited and I'm feeling it so much that I'm like, everyone needs to see this. And then the next morning I look at it and I'm like, you could have probably done 12 less of those. Right. No one cares. But, right, uh, I agree. I, but I get excited. <laughs> I must annoy people so much. But 
see, I feel like when I'm at a concert or a baseball game and people mm-hmm. are recording the game or or the concert mm-hmm. the whole time, you're missing out on the experience because you're so in your phone. Do you think that that's yeah. true for you? I, I, I eventually will be like, because it's like I also am doing it so I can save the memory too. Um, but do you really ever go back and watch? I do some, yeah, oh, with concerts. See, because I, I, I found myself not, like I've, I've recorded things too. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm, I'm never going to watch Kelly Clarkson singing Miss Independent again. Like I... <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's a little different. <laughs> Which was the most recent concert? I well, <laughs> I well partially too because I go to a lot of like classic rock concerts and they're older bands and they're not going to be touring much longer. I want to have it saved. I want to, I don't know, but Who I do sort better? of I do sort of think about it though, where I'm like, okay, I'm I'm not paying attention right now. I'm yeah, right, just recording. You're missing the experience yeah. of being at the actual concert. Who is better? Who are you gonna? Ask Who is better, Tom Petty or Fleetwood Mac? <sighs> Fleetwood Mac. The first several times I saw them were better than anyone ever. Tom Petty, or sorry, when I saw them the most recent time at uh, Classic West, this like festival at Dodger Stadium, they were good, but they weren't as good as the first couple times I saw them. I would say Tom Petty rivals them okay. and was probably better than this last time I saw them. Got it. Yeah, they were so good though. Yeah. Um. All right, I have, well, I guess we should wrap on the podcast because now I have to go film a self-tape and I don't really want to do it but I'm I'm gonna do it but we're gonna do it we're gonna do it um because I'm babysitting and I'm I'll see to it yeah there's yeah. there's so many chores that you right. had to do and then I'll feed her and put her down for a late afternoon nap <laughs> hilarious um I love you so much thank you for doing this I love you uh oh I was gonna say oh stand updates uh October 25th I'll be in San Diego um, I love San Diego. Yeah, at the La Jolla Comedy Store. I lo- uh, La Jolla Comedy Store is awesome. So come out to that, guys. It's uh, The show is called Pretty Funny Women, if you're going to buy tickets online. That's cool. Tonight I'll be at Molly Malone's, and then um, I'm traveling the rest of the time in between. Maybe I'll do a show in Dallas. Let me see if I can book one. So I'll be in Dallas on um, October 5th. Wait, sorry, October 4th and 5th. Maybe I'll do a show there. But yeah, me and Saucy will be there for an appearance. and uh, And yeah. And maybe I'll do one in London. I don't know. Who knows? That'd be fun. Yeah, I got. Well, you've done international comedy, so that's not foreign to you. It's it is not. <laughs> uh, okay, tell everyone where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matthew E Payne. That's P A I N E. And you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at uh, Rachel R A C H A E L N O B R I E N. And feel free to email me info at Rachel O'Brien Comedy Thank you for having me. Thank you for doing this. I love you guys. Bye. Bye.